0: Welding instructor, Alex DeClaire, knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at
0: meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, I'm gonna keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. It's the weather is cold, whether the weather is hot, we'll be together no matter the weather. Whether the weather, I fuck it. Whatever, God damn it, you guys. Whatever. She's rusty. Rusty as fuck. Rusty yeah. as fuck. Um, this is a big deal. Oh, what? No, I mean I'm not talking about <laughs> this. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> whatever. I, I thought you were looking around. I'm like the studio. Look at the look at my custom wallpaper. No, um. Uh, this feels strange. I'm Gonna be very straight up, very transparent. Ooh, nice plug. Mm-hmm. Love it. I am nervous. I know. I have a, a little bit of like the tingles in my veins right now. Wow. I have like a little bit of uh, like wilting butterflies. The butterflies are half alive. Yeah, one of their wings they're, is they're, decapitated. Yeah, but trying to survive but just barely holding on. Yep. But I didn't think that I was going to be like this because I've been so excited to start doing the podcast again. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be nervous. Here I am. I feel like I'm about to go on stage right now, but I'm nervous. Nerves are good. It means you feel something still. I feel like I'm the one who told you that because you never care about anything.
1: Wow. We're really launching into that, Stassi. It's Mm -hmm. been 36 motherfucking seconds. Yes, but... I just like to stay cool, calm, and collected. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my
0: first guest. Listen, I know that this is a little bit live, laugh, lovey. Oh, God. It's a bit sappy. Mm -hmm. But in in the past, I have always been the sentimental One, in this friendship, the understatement of the century. Okay. So I just feel like it's necessary for me to get a little gush-gush and explain why I just really wanted to have you here for my first guest. Okay. If you're new here, which like, wow, welcome. That's brave of you. Cool. Um, (laughs) This is Jackie Schimmel. She is an OG podcast host of the Bitch Bible. Literally one of the first... Like podcasters, especially like in our genre. But like, mm-hmm. I just feel like podcasting had just came out
1: and you were one of the first. There was like six. It was so easy back then. Oh, yeah. I charted. I was like a receptionist. And I was like, I'm on the iTunes chart. So they're like, yeah, you dumb bitch. There's 10 podcasts in total. You made the cut. 100%. But Simpler you, times. Listen,
0: you have thrived during the last however many years. You are somebody that when I started straight up with Stasi and like kept going after like the first year, I think I met after met you after the first year of me doing it. Yeah. And then I started listening to you. And I was like, she is so talented. And she's motivating. And you've oh. always been so supportive. Stop so it. Just listen. Okay, t- let me just it. let me just be all Nicholas Sparksy right now. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking about Who would be my first guest? Because this wasn't a decision that I made last week or last month. Like this has been something that I've been thinking about since like January. Like what would that look like? Who would that be? And all I knew is that, okay, I want it to feel... I want to feel some sort of nostalgia for the days past. <laughs> and uh, I want someone on that to me felt like someone that was a a, a fucking inspiration and a friend at the same time. That's very and nice. And you were a big part of Straight Up With Stassi, like for most of the time that it was out there. So it just made fucking sense to have you on. Also, I'm just like trying to make up for the final pos- podcast episode that we did Two and a half years. Right before June 2020. um, When you were socially excommunicated. When I was socially excommunicated. (laughs) Yes. um, And I was so horrible on the podcast because I just found out I was pregnant. Oh. And I was coming off of being like, okay, well, now I have to, like, I'm quitting Xanax, uh, the jewel, oh, and alcohol. And I am a twitchy motherfucker. And I remember I feel I said like, like, I'm
1: like, what the fuck is wrong with
0: you? Yes. I could not put a sentence together, could not string yeah. words or thoughts together. Yeah.
1: And after it was over, I was like, I'm just gonna have to tell her I'm pregnant because I have to explain. And I like asked you on mic, which is such a no, no. Hindsight is always 2020. We live, we laugh, we love, we grow, mm-hmm. we process. And we pivot accordingly. I would never do that now.
0: Really? I don't, no. think, it's that, I don't think it's that offensive to ask somebody if they're pregnant. Um, I, I don't
1: mind when people ask me. Okay, well, I would like to go on record and say I fucking do mind. I am gushing blood right now and people keep asking me if I'm fucking pregnant. It's been like a rumor on the internet for a, a fucking month and a half now. Because you're glowing. That's <laughs> bullshit. I'm fluctuating and I don't appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so you do get offended when people... Yes, I'm trying to keep my shit tight. I'm arguably quite thin right now. And I'm really working on my midsection. I've cut out weekday martinis and I don't fucking appreciate it. All right. Noted. Now all the trolls are going to be all up in your DMs. I fucking dare you. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. I dare you. I mean, just wait. Yeah. Don't do it. No, do it. But just prepare yourself because you're going to have a fucking ride. You are terrifying. (laughs) no like literally you are I would <laughs> I have like an evil grin it's like dead silent. <laughs> no so uh, also I just think
0: it's really funny that like I, I don't feel like you felt anything when I was just explaining what you mean to no, me I, but, but <laughs> I think that's that's also part of no, what I, I love so much about you is that we are so fucking different I appreciate the sentiment
1: it's very sweet does and it it's... make you uncomfortable yes why? Because it's like, so co- what am I supposed to do? Get weepy? I do. Under I the get fluorescent weepy. lights. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't cure cancer. But you inspired another woman that,
0: you know, I, in your life. You didn't cure you, cancer either. You provided. So-
1: <laughs> We're
0: not doing the Lord's work here. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to stop
1: trying. At this point, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean into your vibe right now. Can you imagine if we took ourselves that seriously where I would be like, I am an inspiration to, to stupid women everywhere. Not saying that you're stupid. I'm just saying like, I'm not really doing anything that's that precious or important. It's good to, you know, to stay um, humble. Um, Okay. Um, (laughs) okay. I I wonder if,
0: because over the last two and a half years Mm -hmm. that life has been so different, like, okay, so I like, I'm speaking for myself at this point right now. yeah, Yeah. I spent all of my twenties
1: mm-hmm.
0: having to be on like twenty four seven.
1: Totally, whether
0: it was filming a show or doing press for that show or the podcast or touring, I was always having to be on and like really just totally just quick, clever, communicating efficiently mm-hmm. and dramatically. And then all of a sudden, COVID, um, then being socially and community, uh, not yeah. just socially. I, uh, excommunicated just from mentally physically
1: emotionally in terms of my occupation right just professionally professionally
0: (laughs) yes and then having a baby where I have been like essentially a stay-at-home mom for a year and a half like I I've done a 180 and now I feel like oh my god I do have a responsibility to like to other people, I know where I do take it seriously. And like I, do I am believe fucking you. with in the back with with some test tubes trying to cure a
1: disease. No, and I appreciate that, and I should take my uh, role more responsibly as well. That also just like wouldn't be good for your brand. It's inauthentic. It would I'm be gonna, inauthentic. One day I'm going to really try, but yeah, you ha- you're raising a human, and you want to be like a good example for her and a role model. I don't have that yet. So,
0: But I wonder if you did have that, if that would even motivate you. I don't know. I don't think it would. Maybe. I mean, I kind of feel like you're one of those people that's just never going to change. And I mean that as a compliment because I don't want you to. Consistency
1: is the rhythm of my dance floor. I say (laughs) that a lot. (laughs) Just think about it. Brew on it, guys, at home. It's so true. You know, I really like that
0: like on a tombstone. Oh, please put it on my tombstone. Like my brain just went there and I just feel like that's... Yeah,
1: no, you have to put my senior quote on my tombstone. We don't say that. No, because... No, say it. Um, So, I mean, everybody knows this already, but I will bring it up as often as I like. I'd like to... uh, You're like Meghan Markle talking about Procter & Gamble, just FYI. 1,000%. I just want the guys that I just met to know this about me before we continue. My senior quote in the fucking yearbook is a fake Helen Keller quote. It was not an inside joke with anybody. I just assumed that everyone was going to think it was hilarious and nobody got it. I was way ahead of my time. And the quote reads, even though I can't see or hear, I still love my life. Goodbye. Thank you so much for having me, Stassi. <laughs> so I'm at this point in my uh-huh. life. I mean, I've heard this, this yeah, story. It's, and I've, it's hilarious. It's, probably it's objectively on, hilarious. No, it, it, it is. I can't.
0: And it's on if you go back through the episodes to straight up on Straight Up with Stassi. I'm mm-hmm. sure this is featured in one of them. Yeah, but I bring am, it up
1: every chance I can. Am I allowed to laugh at that at this point i'm having an identity crisis (laughs) you don't have to because i think it's hilarious enough for the whole western hemisphere totes it's come on no it absolutely is but see this is the the irony the fact that nobody got that that was fake and everyone was like wow jackie that's really sweet i love that people actually thought that you were being genuine that you i remember telling like a couple of my girlfriends being like i made it up and they were like, why would you do that? And I'm like, because it's funny. And they're like, Helen Keller was deaf and blind and you're making fun of her. And I was like, no, I'm not really like, I'm not directly making fun of her. I just like, couldn't think of a, you know, a quote. And I didn't want to do like an Eleanor Roosevelt or, a, or you know, a fucking... Uh, postal service lyric. So I just thought... And, and then the more I doubled down on it, I could just like see the dismay in people's faces. And then I was just like... You were motivated to to just lean in. So I just leaned. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? And with that, the bitch Bible is born. Yeah, yeah. I
0: feel like, was that where you found your calling,
1: Jackie? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It all happened. You've you know, just like, always been a little cunt. Totally. Totally. It just wasn't like I wasn't able to really showcase it until later in life. But it always lived deep in my soul and all of my close friends and family who are still, you know, with us uh, really... Understand it.
0: Yeah, I really hope that there's never a moment where you have to be humbled and evolve because, <laughs> like, no, I honestly, you, you're like one of the, you're like a, you're, you're, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> like, there aren't that, like, it, oh, I, I get just feel it. Like, you're a, like, you're some, you're very, I guess a dinosaur isn't the right, it, it's, it's pterodactyl. You're incredibly rare. Uh. Like, you know, most people in the entertainment industry, um, anywhere, huh. like, we're scared
1: to make the jokes we used to make. I get that. And I understand like both sides of the coin. I think that um, I've always been extremely consistent. So I don't think that much rattles uh, anything I say rattles people all that much. And also, you know, I like to toe the line. I think that I have the cerebral capacity to navigate the aftershocks of me saying fucked up shit, Mm -hmm. period. And I I know it. I know what I'm doing when I say something and I can completely uh, rectify it just as quickly. Like I, I know what's going on. I can read the temperature of a room for the most part. Do I say things where I like to go back in time and, you know, edit? I've also never edited my podcast. So it, it is what it is. I'm not proud of everything. Believe me, I listen back to old episodes and I want to crawl in a hole and fucking die. But it happened and I'm not afraid of, um, you know, progression and change and whatever. It is what it is. I, I don't have secrets.
0: No, I I you like know? that. And I like not having secrets. And I like always like I'm I'm big on fucking honesty. I'm I, that's big all on, you I'm can big do. Big on
1: truthfulness. If you're yourself all the time, I consider myself the the same all the time. On mic, off mic. It is what it is.
0: Totally. And I feel like back two and a half years ago, yeah. I would always say that. Yeah. And throughout just these past, you know, two years of doing the good, the bad, the baby on Patreon, I feel like I've been myself just a little more timid. But now I feel that's not a bad thing.
1: But but now I feel like I am actually just different. You said that to me recently, and I really appreciated and respected that. Because oh, I believe nice.
0: you. See, I'm getting a little... That makes, makes me emotional.
1: It it's true like, because uh, people should know that that's real. Okay. Well, thank you. It is real. You can trust off on me. That. I would not sign off if this was bullshit. I wouldn't be sitting here if it was bullshit.
0: Well, it also makes me feel insecure. Like, well, it, am I going to disappoint people? You because are. I've
1: shifted. Because I'm just not no, the same person I you was. All, you cannot make everybody happy. That ideology is psychotic. Everybody has done shit that they're uh, not proud of. And all you can do is be self-aware, learn from it, try not to fuck up again. You're gonna and keep it moving. You know, the caravan keeps it moving. The coyotes keep a howling. Whatever that fucking quote is. Look it up. I don't know that. Tattoo it on my tits. I don't know. Yeah uh don't what don't know that quote
0: don't even know what it means I don't either I, like, but it sounds I'm, like trying <laughs> to like dissect it in my head and I'm like I can't even see how that would make sense with what we're but um I'll roll with it yeah roll with it but yeah no I will I also worry that like therefore I won't have any sort of career um because I'm not you like do you understand what I mean where there's like this this now this pressure you have remained the same You stayed true to your art and yourself. Oh my God, my
1: art? Your art and yourself. Are we not going to talk about the fact that I'm a pop star now?
0: That's on my list and you're supposed okay, to let I'm me lead to, this. I wanted to slip that in too. You were supposed to let Sorry. me also- I'm I'm off the clock. You're right. Listen, we are going to talk about how you're a motherfucking pop star. Okay. So if you want to start talking about that now, we no, will. I just wanted to slip it in. No, it, it, it makes sense right now because I'm talking about how I am just like socially <laughs> awkward and and, and and incapable of actually being an entertaining human being, I think, right now. And I blame that a lot on COVID and just being stuck in my house in a completely different type of life for the last two and a half years. And like one of those, like Nell. literally, Nell. yes, yeah, yes. And uh, you, on the other hand, over the last two years you took being locked up as an opportunity to fucking thrive and just become a number one iTunes (laughs) song, not podcaster. Like you, you are, you are a pop star. You know, you are a pop star. You produced and sang in a, the hit song, bitch. Uh, Yes.
1: For the century, Jackie Schimmel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, hit number one on iTunes. Well, you know, there wasn't a lot of music being released. We should say that. It was only 36 hours. It was the best 36 hours of my life. You know, when you're locked up for, you know, a year and a half, everything seems like a good idea. Like I took a watercolor painting. I like... Tried making banana bread at some point in time. All kinds of weird shit. And, you know, one day, locked up with Andrew, I was like, um, excuse me, bitch, why don't I have a fucking pop song? What, like, it's hard? <laughs> and then I did a session with um, Steph Jones and Jesse St. John. Jesse St. John, like, won a Grammy for, like, the Lizzo album. Steph Jones had, like, a bunch of number. These are, like, friends of mine and Andrew's, and I just somehow bamboozled them into doing a session with me. I cannot sing for shit. I happen to be an incredible songwriter. I have all the footage because I wanted to make sure that Andrew knew how great I was lyrically so we could like play it back if he started taking too much credit for things. Um, Thought it was hilarious and then cut to like entering back in civilization and I just... It makes me so... It makes my digestive system hurt when I think about people listening and thinking that I'm being serious. Because for the record, I was being serious. When I was like doing those late night vocal runs, dead serious. Thought I was the next Ariana Grande. This was like Shia LaBuffy of you. Totally. like when I, But I didn't know whether you were serious or not. But I knew <laughs>
0: I knew you. So I'm just like, this is like... A, this, has, this is a joke, which makes it so fucking amazing. She's not serious. No. But then again, we are locked up in our homes just like doing weird shit yeah maybe
1: it's serious because this is this is is well done it was a joke i can't help it that andrew is a wonderful music producer you know she has a gift (laughs) um but i will tell you after like three and a half martinis on a tuesday like mid lockdown when i started getting very confident with my like vocal runs and like my background my bvs as the professionals call it Andrew had me auto-tuned the whole time so when I was listening to myself even like speaking I, I sounded like that of Celine Dion wait so in your in your headphones I was auto-tuned so is that a thing with... oh yeah well I mean I, I could don't be know. a singer anyone yes nope. anyone could actually be a singer I've been wanting to be a Halloween
0: pop star there are no Halloween songs Halloween out there and, and I've been wanting to be a Halloween pop star. And I just really feel like that would be this is it. my vibe. This is your vibe. Yeah. He can make you sound unfucking believable I mean, I'm no poet,
1: so I don't know that I could I'll be on do on the lyrics. The lyrics. You, could, you could help me with that. Yes. I'll be on the lyrics. But, you know, you hear yourself and then you think that you have this amazing tone and range. And I was like, I could do it again. And then I was like, I, I got real cocky and I put my phone out. And I was like, I just want to have like, you know, BTS for when we drop the bop. And then I listen back and it's, it's deafening silence because Andrew and I are both on headphones. And all you can hear is me being like, yeah. So it's actually very reminiscent of Sheena Shea, um, you know, with her BVs. Okay. Except much better. Anyways, way to derail <laughs> that. <laughs> no, it was like a cow dying. It was like, it was really bad. It was like a sacrificial goat. Okay, but number one on iTunes. How does D- that feel? Well, unbelievable. Can you submit yourself for a Grammy? Um, I should have. Like, how does that work? Well, the time has passed, but we should have. Because mm-hmm. I think I could have been a shoe in.
0: You need to be more of an entrepreneur. Andrew is...
1: A member of the Grammy committee voting something. Why didn't that cross your mind? Well, I think he's intimidated by my vocal talent. Yeah, and naturally. That's why he did not submit me. We're going to talk about it later. Andrew's such a fucking asshole. Such an asshole. Like, literally. Fuck that guy. Can't wait for you guys to divorce. I know, Oh, my God. The downloads. Can you imagine? Like, everyone Ugh. talks about the fact that, like, that this match is just, like, not it. Mm-hmm. I know. Honestly, I tell him all the time. It's just a piece of paper. I don't believe in conditional, unconditional love. Poor Andrew. I know. I mean, you really abuse him. I keep it spicy. Uh, who wants to feel secure in their marriage? No. And I've always actually
0: taken that to, when I heard you say that, I think you said that to me the first time we ever met. Oh yeah. That tracks. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you did. And I was just like, Hmm. That's interesting. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. I may use yeah. it one day. It doesn't have to be true, by the way. The only person that it is somewhat worked on is Beau, my right. husband. But sometimes I think he he's a Pisces. Mm. And he's like, he thinks, I think sometimes now he gets in his head and thinks I'm serious. So I'm like, I literally only made two jokes about divorce this year. That's 365 yeah. days that have passed. And there's been...
1: Just two divorce jokes. See, mine have lost their luster because they're so often that Andrew doesn't even blink when I say it anymore. So maybe I just don't do it enough. So yeah. maybe
0: when I do do it, it's yeah. just out of left field and he thinks it's time for couples therapy. Totally. Yeah, you have to desensitize them to the divorce jokes.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, any other tips in how to abuse your husband yet keep him <laughs> in love with you? I really just, you know, threaten divorce. I said to Andrew like a couple weeks ago, I was like, listen, buddy, like I love you more than anything, but I could also like not speak to you ever again and I would be okay. No, you wouldn't. I would be like upset, but I could move on. Do you think you would cry? <laughs> oh, yeah. I would cry, but I wouldn't let like him see me cry. If I, if he, let me tell you something, if that fucker did something even minorly shady, I would give him the life rattle of all time. I would pull the rug out from underneath him. I would go completely MIA for like three months. I mean, you are like, you are gone girl. Totally. I have that in me. I've never been able to execute it. We've talked about this. Yeah. It is such a waste of talent. Okay. Let me just say something because you just
0: reminded me of something that I was thinking yesterday when I was talking to you. Mm -hmm. And... Well, just to just in case people don't know, you also, as if being a pop star wasn't enough during COVID, started an extra podcast, a new one uh, um, my baby Body Soul. What is it again? Mind, it's Body, mind, No Soul. Mind, Body, and No Soul. I had to... Uh, and it is cut it short. <laughs> it, was it was draining me. No, it was so fucking clever. It was... You heard when you turned on this podcast, it was like the sound of spa music. And she's like... Namaste, you fucking cunts.
1: Nobody here, got like, it. It was it's so, crazy and to me. It
0: was so. I mean, the the shit that you would say. It was hysterical. Thanks. But as you were talking to me yesterday, huh? You were talking. Oh, because you were giving me a really hard time uh-huh. about my Halloween decorations. Yeah, and you just put rightfully up, so. No, yes. and I will.
1: I'm, I will argue. We'll this. get into the psychology behind it. But yeah, okay. You did an Instagram. Uh-huh. You know
0: explaining did you feel that was a
1: personal attack on you because a lot of people did and it's it wasn't oh no because
0: none of those halloween decorations that you put on your instagram i would ever use
1: you're not going to the cvs to get fucking expired candy corn and then you're gonna put a vase in a vase and then you're gonna get some goddamn um orange daisies with uh what is it called rose what's the filler the fucking baby's breath baby's breath okay no no okay
0: my Halloween
1: vibe—I don't do the like. Like, Jeff Lee, is quivering.
0: I—it's yeah. not the whole like pumpkin, fall, autumn thing. It's—it's it's that I like to commit to a certain spooky, eerie theme. So I get everything it. has to be realistic. This year's, well, last year's theme was authentic, haunted house from when my house was built. Which was nineteen twenty six. So okay. it had everything had to look like it was actually a haunted part of a haunted house. No de- decoration. That's okay. This year, oh god, interview with a vampire. Okay, circa the eighteenth century. Okay, so everything has to look like it's from the home in or the like estate. In, in am I allowed to say plantation? It was technically a plantation. An okay. interview with a vampire in the. Set late 1700s, and huh. everything has to look like it fits with a vampire's den in an old home. So it's it's, it's setting a vibe. Okay. I am a creative director. Call me fucking Kanye West. Oh, wow. Taylor Swift. I really... Bold. I, I have a vision and then I just do everything to just like make sure that vision is there. And I want to live in that vision as long as possible. Right. Oh, yeah. Therefore... I'm not. This is me just on the stand defending myself right Very now. Very defensive. Okay, which is why I like to decorate two months ahead of time because I love a spooky vibe. And I <sighs> no, also, I know you've said that I can't do that twenty four seven. Otherwise, people who come it's into my weird. house, they're gonna think I'm performing ritual human sacrifices
1: as hobby uh, or on the. Reg. I feel like, like that's more of a vibe. Mm. just consistency that's the title of this episode that's true that's what Con- you said. consistency but what Rhythm works for you for. won't work for my brand that's true that's true now listen I can give you some respect because it's not candy corn centerpieces you're not doing Correct. the cookie on the cookie we won't get into it I've beat the dead horse you're not giving us Hannah Ann vibes so I appreciate it. who is that. Hannah Ann? Oh, bless her she was a um, contestant on The Bachelor I believe it was Pilot Pete Wait, is that the person
0: that Bo just had to do something at the Rams for yesterday? He's like, there was this girl on The Bachelor that had to
1: also do it. Her name's Hannah. And I'm like... It might be Hannah Ann. I mean, she haunts my goddamn dreams. She's like a modern day poltergeist. I mean, she is slinging recipes on recipes that are just like, you know, putting a chicken breast in a crock pot and then rolling it in a tortilla... Isn't doesn't make you want a garden, you know? Like I appreciate it, and she loves a themed everything. Like, but fall rice crispy treats for Super Bowl. It's like we're not really moving the meter that much, and I just need her to lean into the self awareness just a bit, mm-hmm. being like, you know, this is insane. Like this is an insane thing to do. Like you set up the tripod, and you now you're like cooking, you're baking the broccoli. That's her. That's her. Yeah, that's her. Great. <laughs>
0: He said he was, she was very sweet. You know, she he had only really wonderful things to say about her. <laughs> I'm
1: sure she's fucking lovely, okay? I don't need the football Rice crispy tutorial. So, Jackie, don't fucking follow her. You I, troll. You goddamn I know, troll. I know. I'm just, you know, I'm on the front lines fighting mediocrity every day. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you need to take a cold hard look at yourself. Oh, it's definitely me. Like I know I'm the cunt in the equation. It's 100% me. But I still think, you know, if Darwinism was to take its toll, I would <laughs> oh, no, Yeah, you would, Yeah, you I would, would come out
0: of the ashes. <laughs> no, that's accurate. Like I would 100%, I'd be the first to fall. Like in games, if,
1: I'm I'm there. I'm Katniss motherfucking everdeen. I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm there. Yeah. No? I'm ready to rumble. Is it lovely? No. Am I being honest? Yes. Well, you know, I'm being honest when I say... That I'm a cunt.
0: And that I would be the first to fall. Exactly. I'm not as... I don't, I don't think I'm a survivor when it comes to... No. I don't think so either. No. And I wouldn't want to. I'd be like, this just You're doesn't... Like, roll over. This just doesn't sound like fun to like, like keep fighting. Like for the love of God. One yeah. thing also I've realized over the last couple of years is that like... Outside of a reality show, like you're able to like live a life of peace and yeah. happiness. Dare I say, motherfucking wellness? And I don't mean like Whoa. with green juices and yoga.
1: I like I a just green mean, juice. Like, I like. I don't. I like matcha. Matcha's fun. It's got lots of l I, and it's like really good for your skin. Well, it has it Hot has caffeine in it.
0: Yeah, but barely. I, I like any type of, type of like drug that's, that's fine to take. Yeah, no, this so is So like great. caffeine is just right there.
1: Yeah, you just need like a matcha drip to go with your wellness.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also where this whole thing actually started, circling back again, you guys, it's been a while since I've done this. So it's rusty. When you were hating on me for Halloween decorations yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you were right about one thing uh-huh. because you said in your Instagram story or your reel, mm-hmm. you can go back and watch it. She didn't put it on her main feed, but if you scroll over to her reels, oh, you can even, see like, it. I don't even know
1: how to do that. But clearly you do because you make some choices. Some, some things stay on Pictures. just... The... I'm not a, I'm not on the reels yet. I'm like figuring it out. I've made like three and it took me seven and a half hours. One of them is the Halloween one. And you yeah. said that
0: those of us who are decorating early... Mm-hmm are so fucking bored and don't have anything to look forward to in our lives. And like is that, that a lie? That kind of, yeah, that, that, no, that wasn't a lie. That kind of like hit where I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like life is just like, so I'm just like a mom all the time. Kind of just like on the grind doing the and same now thing. And you're making me you feel bad again, because obviously, you no, know. No, I'm be- representing all the
1: mamas out there. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mama for lifey. <laughs> so. Are you going to get like the stick Mama figures group. on the back of your fucking car? I will key your car. <laughs> Straight up. I will key your fucking card.
0: I'm trying to play any card that I have right now. Right, right, right. We're in like somewhat of a battle. I don't have that many.
1: So when I can pull the mama, mama card, 100% I'm going to pull it. Listen, I think uh, once again, I'm the cunt in this equation. I can understand. I want anybody to lean into anything that brings them joy that doesn't hurt anybody. However, you have to also be, you know, Teflon titties and al- and allow me to make fun of you because I can take it real good too. Like I'm down. There's a guy, his name's Jared. I talk about him all the time. He slides into my DMs on like a bi-weekly basis telling me that I'm ugly and I'm a horse and then he wants to like feed me carrots and superimposing my face onto horses. I comped him and his friends sh- uh, a table at my live show and we're getting lunch on November 18th in Calabasas and I'm riding him around the parking lot and I Amazon primed saddle and I'm going to feed him carrots in the commons parking lot and that will be my next reel. So if you think this bitch can't take it, giddy up. Oh my gosh. Jared with a D. What and else would it be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> J-A-R-O-D. Jared. Shout out to Jared. He drives a red infinity. I bullied him for that as well. Okay. Yeah. Naturally. It's fair. Um, it's it's par for the course. No,
0: it's I, fun. Okay. No, I get it. And I know yeah. that you
1: can take a joke. Be but honest. I love it.
0: What I, I had this moment last was talking to you where I was like, Jackie, you're actually onto something that you don't realize. I'm gonna get serious. Ugh, I'm gonna God, make again. you uncomfy <laughs> okay. yeah. Jesus. You said mm-hmm. to me, you're like, um, I just practice being happy and doing things that spark joy like every day Truly. in my life so yes. that I know how to just like live. In a way that's satisfying. And you were like, I light my candles. I make sure to leave the house every fucking day. I, I do. Sh- Andrew ra- draws me a bath. Is it you draw
1: a bath? I don't take baths. Is it you draw a bath? Yeah. I do sure. a bath shower because otherwise you're just like marinating in because your filth. Okay. So at 815 yeah. every night. Or 9, is that 15. when, oh yeah,
0: 8, 8.45, you have dinner. Yes, I do. It's regimented queen yeah. over here. I do. And then- I swear to God. 9.15, you take a bath. Mm-hmm. You do all the things so that you are just a happy person all the time, therefore not needing to decorate early for holidays. I'm not
1: happy all the time. I go out of my way to try to do things to increase my serotonin levels. Right. And I have like certain rules. Everyone makes fun of me because I do not allow myself to be home 10- to four like obviously what the fuck do you do that's why you're always instagramming from your car i will toodle around i will sit in a parking lot i'll listen to serious i'll i'll walk around a fucking a, a, a mall i'll go to the mall and buy a candle you know what depresses me hmm. malls i love malls the same way yankee candle depresses you oh my god i love public restrooms i love like oh the nordstrom's god. green tea at the topanga mall let me tell you something if you want to kidnap me or like sex traffic or whatever, you want to just kill me, murder me, you will find me at the Topanga Mall or the commons. I love it there. I can't believe you like malls. Oh, I love it. I'm a valley girl. I'm from the San Fernando Valley. That's where I thrive. I like the anonymity. It's just... Am I doing something wrong? You look very perturbed. (laughs) I thought I was screaming or something. I am screaming. It I just, love them mall. It's just so fluorescent. Oh, I love it. The anonymity. You just walk around, especially when they were all wearing masks. I know people are going to get very upset. Well, every time I post something of me wearing a mask, they're like, why are you wearing a mask? They don't work. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. Love malls. You yeah. Can. You're really
0: into it. Um, no, Beau wants to take Hartford to malls all the time since it's been so hot. He's like, yeah. the only activity we can do is like to go find places that are indoors. Oh He's God, like, it's so fun so let's go to the mall the
1: beverly center i'm like absolutely fucking not oh, no, i would the beverly center i wouldn't constitute as a real mall you need to go to the valley what you, what you have to go to the valley what is
0: what is the difference see i don't have anything to compare this there's beverly, just like a level
1: of suburbia that exists oh, well, i'm from new orleans so i know what the mall was like you know beverly shout center, out to lakeside people it, are like filming tiktoks at the beverly center at the topanga mall there's like Old Jewish women playing Mahjong. Okay, well, the Beverly Center even makes me depressed. Oh, no, Topanga Mall, it's got, it's like a real, there's joie de vivre in the Topanga Mall. Is there, though? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's a Cheesecake Factory. You can take a little trolley over to the other side, the village. Okay, so this is, it's kind of like Vegas. It's, it's suburbia. It's, it's suburbia. It's valley. It's valley shit. You got to just like either you get it or you don't I get it. I love the Grove, but If you want to outside. talk about mis- nostalgia, that I think I've been fingered at the Topanga Mall. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, being fingered is like the least enjoyable thing. Yeah, I was like 15, 16. We got Pinkberry and then, some, I don't know, things happened. I was, uh, who knows? It was probably at a Claire's. Okay. <sighs> yeah. <Huh. laughs> well, I think mm-hmm. that... Okay. I know that your pod, the podcast, the mind, body, no soul, no soul Uh, was a joke. You guys have to listen to it. But it didn't like, people didn't get it. It was weird. It was No, but Jackie, shut up. It was amazing. You're not fucking listening to me. Sorry. It's a great, it's a great show. You should listen. It absolutely is.
0: But I think that you don't even realize that you have so much wellness wisdom to give people very practical, how to fucking survive and enjoy your day. Wisdom. No, I agree with you. That you you could actually write something or create something that was actually helping people. And then you could take yourself a little more seriously and feel like you're curing something. Maybe I am. But like you You have a little fucking genius in you like that because while i say that decorating for halloween it makes me happier mm-hmm. it my serotonin level rises when i wake up in the morning and i see like the spooky fake cobwebs over the velvet drapes that i put up like but then halloween's over and then there's christmas and then christmas is over and then it's my daughter's birthday and then hartford's birthday is over and then i go to my doctor and i'm like
1: should i get on prozac exactly it's just living <laughs> for milestones but shouldn't you take those little practices that make those days either so special or so terrible because when you put so much emphasis on a fucking calendar day it you could take that and you could disperse it through the whole year and then you could just be skipping through the serotonin streets. Give some examples
0: besides the mall. I want you to paint the picture of how you make every day special. Just think of, you can even just
1: focus on one thing like in your okay. house. Well, I'm like a, I also like suffer from OCD. So this is all very ritualistic. And my, my version of happiness is um, routine, privacy, and I like structure and I like private time. Very oh important. no! I'm I understand. Like super super important. I'm like a solo nurturer, and that's like very crucial to me and my happiness. So like my perfect day. I'm not joking, and I talked about this on my podcast recently. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself. Like my perfect fucking day would be eight hours of sleep. I wake up. I get that same fucking green juice from Sun Life Organics. I feel amazing. I'm glowing. I don't have rosacea. Um. Yeah. Uh- I guess I took a bath the night before and I didn't touch the the bath water and then touch my face that's when I get a flare-up really yeah so I go hands up it's good for the core you just get in and then you just (laughs) wait
0: is this actually really a thing because you know I have rosacea and psoriasis do you have dermatitis
1: as well yes and I just
0: found out what that was a couple months ago Baths? no
1: Okay, so you got to go fragrance-free on all your body products. I do like a little bit of a bath salt situation. So I just go hands out. Okay. You can't get your hands wet. Yeah, okay. I'm not trying to derail you. Okay, but selfishly after this podcast, I would like to know what I can do. Devil's in the details. Yeah, I watch approximately three and a half hours of Real Housewives from the hours of... this. The night before is also part of it, you know. Yeah. I have like a five-hour wind down. I make a beautiful dinner. Andrew Cleans... I go to sleep. I don't have the rosacea. I don't have the dermatitis flare up. I have my juice. Maybe I have a bagel thin and everything bagel thin with cream cheese and Mm locks and capers on the inside because the real ones know. Shout out Jews. You put capers underneath. That actually makes so much sense. Because then they them everywhere.
0: I know. I I can't believe I've never thought about that before. It's because
1: you're a Gentile. Yes. The Jews know. Then I would go do a Pilates class, but I would only give it 34% because I don't want to sweat. Yeah. Because I have a fresh blow dry. And all of this, also my hair is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I would go to sushi at a, right after at like 1130. Dine in or dine in your car. Um, I only have two speeds. I either sit in a restaurant by myself. I do 50-50 or I eat in my car, which I think is so
0: fucking weird. It's like people who eat in their bed. I can't do
1: it. Uh, I can't you, eat in a car and I can't eat in bed. I just I don't enjoy it. I show you because nobody fucking believes me. I have soy sauce like crusted on the ceiling of my car. That's it's. I'm not that's joking. ill-mannered. I'm, you remind <laughs> me. I will show you because no one, everyone's like, oh, you're so sticky with the food and the car. I've been doing this since high school. No, I know. you. Yeah. And you've, it's, it's
0: part of your Instagram. Uh, it's consistency. If I, if, I don't, if
1: I don't see that that's something that's there, it would feel weird. I could call any friend that I've known from fucking elementary school because unfortunately we're all still friends. Tried and true. Just kidding. And I could call them and be like, "Did it? they would completely cosign on everything that I'm saying?" Yeah. Um. So then I would go and have like you know a leisurely meal, a lunching. Then I would go to the Topanga Mall and I would buy a top, maybe a Paco Raban sale at Nordstrom. I don't know. I don't even know what Paco Raban is. You're okay, so great. not cool. Really. Okay. Whatever. The relatability continues. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would um, like go to the market and then I would like come home and make something that was like took a lot of time to make. Lots I mean, where are you? So you're, you were just going to glaze over what Paco Robin Oh, po- is. Paco Robin. It's super cool. It's like all those like metal disco tank tops. I still don't know what that is. It's very cool. It's very niche. It's I love it. Most people will probably hate it. Is
0: this what like Gen Z is wearing right now? Is this like no. what I should be? It's what they want to
1: wear, but they're not wearing it. Oh. They're not cool <clears> enough. Okay, they're not.
0: Well, this is only highlighting the fact that I feel really insecure about the fact that I'm not with the times and that I
1: have <laughs> lost my
0: edge because I watch your stories. And just the other day, you were so fucking chaotic and unhinged, and you're allowed to just blast Natalie Ambrulia, Lisa Loeb, or whatever, just whatever. You did this whole fucking series of just being unhinged. And I'm like, I can't remember the last time I was just allowed to wake up and mm. just. Cause a ruckus? Sometimes <laughs> you just need to. I I feel like it would traumatize my daughter, or or build character. Or it would, yeah. yeah, it could it could go either way.
1: Yeah, I, she'd just be jamming to Alanis. Mm-hmm.
0: Talk about a life lesson, no, just, but, but also like I need to record myself right now, sweetie. Oh, yeah. You know, let me make sure to mama needs to get the content. Oh, God. <laughs> I, God, I mean, I used to do that all the time. You did oh, used to do that all that the time. That was my single girl vibe to just totally. get entirely
1: fucked up and be so fucking weird on Instagram stories or Snapchat. Oh, my God. The, I will never forget the breakup of, what was it, 2000 and fucking... 17. Si- 17 when you cried into camera. No, I know. Over your breakup. I mean tears. I was like, you need to submit this. Remember I told you, you need to submit this to Sundan. This yeah. is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Oh, I was like, honey... Times. Keep that wall up brick by brick. What are you doing? I know. It was very 5150 vibes. 100%. But also <laughs> like I lived. Yeah, no, you so, walked. So a lot of I won't name names. So a lot of people could fucking run. Completely
0: agree. And <laughs> I expect some sort of thank you notes and gifts to come my way soon. Because really, that was real. And that was raw. It was so real. I had no idea how cringe it was. Oh, my God. I had no idea how cringe it was. No, because
1: you did it in the right way. Then you've got like the there is no right way. It was pretty great. I mean, I think it was unbelievable. I told you when it happened. I'm like, this is your best work. (laughs) (laughs) Like, It wasn't work. No, it was incredible. (laughs) It was amazing. Now you've got these dumb fucks that go on Instagram live and they're like, I just need to take a little time because so-and-so like was making fun of my hair extensions and like people just are bullying me. And I'm like, honey, you get paid millions of dollars. Just... Just take a load off. Go to the Topanga Mall. You, the world <laughs> of the story. Take a day. Take a beat. Yes. Put your phone down. Be consistent and go to the Topanga <laughs> Mall. Those are the two takeaways I've gotten. The get sp- the, go to the Nordstrom Cafe. Get the little chicken tacos. They're only 380 calories. Also not a joke. The chicken tinga tacos. Get a side of Tabasco. It needs a little heat. Okay. And just, you know, saunter around. Go to anthropology. Buy yourself a candle, girl. Okay. Well, I think... (laughs) I think, put this
0: on your fucking vision board. Okay. Okay. Manifest the shit out of it. Okay. Because I do think you should take seriously the fact that you do have some incredible wisdom that would help just like people... Like, you help just somebody like me without even realizing it. You
1: know? That's really sweet. And sometimes you do have to take shit seriously. Sometimes... I take my serotonin levels very seriously. I take my overall self-preservation and happiness very seriously. And that's why you need to teach the rest of us. We also have a rule by we, I mean, just me. (laughs) I don't know. I said we, Um, nobody can contact me friends, family, or business after 5.35 p.m. You told me that yesterday and I feel like I I would love to implement that. But Obviously, this- you have a child, so like Beau, you know, Hartford, that's different, but like you have to protect your um your privacy or whatever, like 5.35 I'm off the fucking that's, clock, that's, baby. That's incredibly early. What if there's... there's, there's You could call me at to- 6.30 I'm ready to rumble. I'm on a decline from noon on. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing left to give. After three, you're fucked. I'm done. I'm exhausted. You know what's just so inspiring about you is that you're just so fucking happy
0: and, and Not chill in your t- life. No, it's oh. it's you're so comfortable in exactly where your life is and you're just like thrilled. You don't want any more
1: really. You're just like, no, I know how to really fucking enjoy life every day. I mean, I think it's beautiful but then also sometimes I psychoanalyze myself and I'm like, am I just, is that a defense mechanism because I'm like afraid to like Probably is. try harder at anything because I'm like, no, this is good. I don't want to like tempt Oh no, I, I do
0: think you sometimes are a little, you're a little bit afraid to care. Just like, when I went on your when I was a guest on your live podcast show oh yeah completely different energies than on mine pre meaning pre (laughs) Oh.
1: pre-stage <laughs> you were like, like what are you doing like
0: you were like I came to like to your green room and you're just like the more the merrier like there's like 25 people <laughs> around you drinking you could give a shit zero nerves when it's when when I was on a tour yeah, that no one show, was allowed in my room no one fucking talked to me that's good I need good. to focus I need to commit I need to get into like the frame of mind to be able to go out there and not just like completely fail and it was just I'm like how do you not get nervous or not
1: because that doesn't help me that would not serve me to get like crazy nervous i'd have a rosacea flare up i would fumble i've been there i've done the nervous thing i i mean oh my god i did a music festival Ugh, i know <sighs> for your hit song bitch i wish i mean <laughs> that's what i thought i'm like david getta me duh um no i did a live podcast at a music festival in fucking vegas okay when like, was this a, a t- I blocked it out, honestly, because it was so terrifying and terrible. Um, it was like in the middle of covid Oh, covid okay. adjacent. Okay. Um, when things like kind of started to get back to normal. And I got booked late. Listen, it was filled to the brim with dudes in like neon board shorts and Oakley sunglasses, like crushing Coors Lights. Nobody wanted to be there. I was in the only air conditioned venue.
0: No, that's the worst. You have to... You can only do a show if you're going to your...
1: Audience, people that oh, want to he- see it, you. I was. Oh my God, I could never. It was the worst. I bombed. I was staring at the clock the whole time. There was a point in time where I, I mean, I almost started singing. I was going to do the ABCs to, for 43 minutes just till it fucking ended because and, it, it was, it was like I've never bombed more in my entire life. I was awful. And is that because you were
0: nervous before, just because the audience was fucking not your audience? Well,
1: it was just bad. I don't even know if this has correlation to nerves or not. It was just like the worst experience so of So are time. you just
0: like deflecting and just like going into like, a, just really steering me into a different direction so
1: that you don't have to take any accountability yeah.
0: over why you choose not to be yeah. nervous or care? Um,
1: I do care about everything. If I can... No, let's get in. Let's get balls deep. I care about everything, but I care about myself the most. <sighs> You the rainbow, everybody. I love that. Yeah. That's fucking true. I, I do. I totally care about everything. No, but like that is actually beautiful. But not at the sacrifice of me ripping my hair out, self-sabotaging myself because I'm like, oh God, I could be better. I need those downloads up. I got to get on the road. I need better merch. Like, what am I going to do? I'm mm-hmm. just... I'm 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 trying here. <laughs> no, I I totally Enough. get it, but I can't I don't I don't want to be on the hamster wheel. The hamster wheel
0: is something that's been a major theme in my thoughts. That's of, of, because yeah. I went from being on the hamster wheel to right. being completely off of it mm-hmm. and then wondering like, well, what does life mean if I'm not on the hamster wheel? And I'm like here to set to testify. Mm-hmm under oath mm-hmm. that like the hamster wheel is meaningless and this like constant feeling like you always have to do more is like actually like it's it's we're making it up and it's like shelf life mentality totally like but like we don't always have to be on to the next and doing more 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 and accomplishing more 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 like yeah. it's like not really like the point of
1: life no It's it's not. It's not. That's one of the things where the trajectory of long term success. You said, how have I not like I've been doing this for this many years. It's just a slow burn to quote Casey Musgraves. (laughs) I hope to do this forever and ever and ever. I don't need to hit an apex because when you do, you plummet. Why can't it just be consistent, consistent? It's nice. But
0: also finding the own inner joy in that consistency and in that plateau. It's like, it's not a plateau and it's not a hill. It's
1: like somewhere in between. Easy breezy. It's just, yes, it is. And if your whole self-esteem is built on, you know, tap dancing for strangers, sorry. I know you didn't read my book, but that is literally a quote, not the tap dancing (laughs) part.
0: Like, (laughs) really? Where? (laughs) No. Me, I just like no, you didn't. But like, I did. No, I, you don't. It's a. I don't care. I did. It's okay.
1: <laughs> I did.
0: We're big on the truth here. Okay. I didn't ask a question. I did. I read didn't ask a question. half of it,
1: and then I left it at the my hair salon. To be totally honest, that was a signed <laughs> copy. Oh my god! Well, it's probably still there. I'm gonna <laughs> pick it up. check it out. really don't <laughs> care,
0: but Gosh. it's really good. Everyone should buy it. Honestly this was a quote, not the tap tap dancing part, Mm -hmm. that my whole self-esteem and my identity was tied up in how much I was accomplishing and doing. Right. And so when normal, when all of a sudden I'm not allowed to do anything at all, but sit at home and, and make a baby. Yeah. In my belly. Yeah. That was like my self-esteem. I'm like, I, I feel like I don't, who the fuck am I, and how uh-huh. do I learn to fucking love myself totally. outside of just constantly be accomplishing things? Yeah, and that is like the new theme of my fucking life, and I'm, I'm I don't have it figured out. But everything that you said to me last night and you've said to me today, uh-huh. like. You're just fucking inspiring because you just like kind of, you haven't figured it out, Jackie. Not really, I'm really trying. Listen, I think maybe you should lean into your, your inspo basic bitch. You're
1: just, you're inspirational.
0: Oh my God. I think it
1: could be a new vibe. Me and Julianne Huff should get together.
0: (laughs) Shimmergy. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Do you have that on your highlights? Is that something that I can even like oh no no so it's it's pointless to even reference it in this podcast right now oh what the julianne huff of it all that you just like yeah it's just like such a, a there's no proof of it if there's not there's no there's no point i think i posted
1: a video of her having an exorcism
0: no you reference her in your stories and you have done but
1: like oh, it what, was her a, being a scissor sister with derek it was a you, there was a moment where there was a journey and you actually went to one of julianne huff's oh no i went to the oprah 2020 vision tour that you did, I did, and I sat right next to fucking Gale and Stedman, and I was oh. losing my mind. What made you want to go to that tour? Free comp tickets? Oh, yeah. I thought it was, and I, I thought, thought it was just was, was like no. with your own your own free will and agency. Oh just no no like, no! I mean, it was like the best day of my life. It was right before COVID hit. It was like my last big outing. I'm like of all the <gasps> fucking things. Oh
0: my God. You know what my best big last outing was? What? Harry Potter on Broadway.
1: It's kind of the same thing. It's totally the same it's thing. It's like kind of similar. <laughs> it's so <laughs> similar. Yeah. I was on the aisle and um, little Jay Huffs was like coming down in her genie pants with her jazz fingers. And I was like, we have to, like, I made my girlfriend switch. I was like, we have to switch places because if this bitch comes over and tries to put hands on me, I'll go in flames. Mm-hmm. She was doing that. She was doing that. Mm-hmm. Putting it like, like, Ch- church stuff. Church no, stuff. No, like, I see, I've seen. Like, like, yes. hands and then, and then people are crying and I'm like, well, this really is for the broken. This is for the broken. No, totally. Yeah,
0: but like, can you just Julian Huff outside of it? Okay, Let's yeah, because that's that is toxic
1: positivity. And toxic, and it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, and
0: I'm not talking about Praying posi- on the week. Yeah, I'm not talking about positivity. I just think that you kind of you have life figured out a little bit more than the rest of us, and you could lean into that and help okay. some girls out, some dudes. So you, you, I'm you gonna could, do a wellness retreat?
1: Just, Let let me inspire you to get inspired. We're going to have a mind, body, no soul summer camp. And I'm going to be the director of the camp. All sounds right. a little sounds a little culty. Listen, I think I'll like be able to get you here at some point. Like I'm I, with I'm, you. I'm, I'm
0: gonna move. Uh, maybe one one day. There's gonna be something that humbles you. Something that really makes you just be like, I have to care, and I, I realize do that care. I can I can I can serve the world some even extra good right now.
1: Um, I did. It's called Mind Body No Soul. It'll change your fucking life, and it's called Bitch. Available on iTunes. I'm a, a philanthropist. I know for you fuck's are. Fuck's sake, I'm I'm dropping. Songs, I'm giving podcasts, I'm doing guided meditations. What more do you want from me? Susie? I know. I'm sorry because Jesus it's going Christ. against everything
0: I just said about the fucking hamster wheel. That's on me. Yeah,
1: this is. Yeah, you need to look inward. Okay. Well,
0: like I said, I'm a little bit rusty. <laughs> um, I haven't really communicated with other human beings besides <laughs> Bo and my daughter in yeah. the last two years yeah. and much less do it on a podcast or on camera. So you're like, doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you. Uh, so thank you fucking for being here. Thank, thank you for tolerating what this is and I swear <laughs> it will only get better I can't wait. The first wait. time isn't going to be the best.
1: I thought this was amazing I think you killed it. I was curing a disease during
0: Yes, this She cured
1: cancer guys. She's done it. Finally <laughs>
0: Okay. Thank you for listening I still haven't figured out how I'm going to end this show nowadays so Bye Bye <laughs>